Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I still sound a bit like a rabid chipmunk, but that's okay. We just keep going. You know, that's what you do in business, right? You keep going. And today we are going to have so much fun because I am talking with a woman who is absolutely delightful. She's all the way over in Ireland. Gotta love technology, right? Um, so please join me in welcoming Be- Bevan Mahan to our program today. Welcome, Bevan. How are you? I am good, Deb, and thank you so much for having me on the Power Hour. I'm delighted to be here. Perfect. I'm delighted to have the opportunity to talk about what I do and share with I love listeners. it. I love it. So much fun. So much fun. So let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll find out more about what it is that you do in Dublin. So Bevan is the owner and CEO at Dental Tech Group, which is headquartered in Dublin. She is transforming how denture and dental services are accessed and delivered to patients across the country and is now looking to grow globally with a particular focus on the U.S., Bevan is a passionate leader and a thought leader who works as an executive coach in her spare time. She's a multi-award winner, and so is her company, including their business All-Stars winner for six years in a row. She is also a wife and a mom of three fabulous teenagers. So again, Bevan, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. I love it. I love it. Well, I always love asking my guests how it is that they got to where they are today, because this is not what you thought you were going to be doing. So tell us a little bit more about that. Oh, I love that, Deb. Yeah, no, this is so far from anything I thought of. If I roll back 20, 30 years, this is definitely not something I was thinking of. And thank you so much for the lovely intro. It makes it sound amazing. Um, And I suppose from humble beginnings, it all began. I, believe it or not, started in dental tech, which is... um, really proud second generation mm-hmm. family business. We will be celebrating 50 years in business this wow. November. So my mom and dad started back in the 70s mm-hmm. and I'm one of five girls. I'm middle child and my mm-hmm. mom always says middle child, but not overlooked, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in, it's over 20 years ago. I came to the company on a three month contract. So okay. I did my degree in social science. I went to the US, did a bit of traveling. Mm-hmm. I came home. I was working in, um, I'd been working in accounts all through kind of school and and mm-hmm. and college and helping my mom. And she wanted to have a computerized uh, accounts program. And it was very traditional and mm-hmm. old school, like, you know, three in one Kalamazoo leisure. I don't even know mm-hmm. if anyone remembers right, that every, style. Yeah, you handwrite everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duplicate books and triplicate mm-hmm. books. So yeah, I was trying to bring them into the modern age and mm-hmm. I had been working in accounts departments and and things like that. So uh, I came in a three-month contract in 2001 and I've been here ever since. Mm-hmm. And what started off, I suppose, a really traditional like local business. My dad mm-hmm. was a denture specialist and my mom had gone back to school and college as a mature student and mm-hmm. They were growing the business and, but it was very local and we were kind of like a denture repair company Mm -hmm. as well as manufacturing for other dentists and dental practices around. And I really saw this opportunity for it to be so much more. My mom and dad worked really long hours Mm -hmm. and long days and kind of thought it's like a really busy job, you know, not necessarily a business and I had loads of ideas and um, they did laugh at me quite a bit when I would bring up some of my ideas, like mm-hmm. who's this young pup and who do they think they are? They right. don't know. The That's industry. not the way we've always done it, honey. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and one of the first times we were on um, what I call a strategy meeting in the local pub nearby. Mm-hmm. Of course, said, must you know, have, yeah. and, and you have to have a pint, right? You know, <laughs> if you're in the pub, you must have a pint. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. It was like a typical Friday evening, and I was going, you know, I can replace you with what you do, and I can bring somebody in and. My parents thought this was hilarious. Where mm-hmm. are you going to get, you know, nobody can do what right. we do. We're irreplaceable, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, I said I'd have it done in six months and they laughed so hard. I was so 
I was just so, I, I was really annoyed. I was really upset. Mm-hmm. They thought this is how is she got, you know, how do they, I, of course I can do this. You know, mm-hmm. it took me about 12 months to do it. Yeah. So a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't really laugh at me after that. So, mm-hmm. um, so then if I fast forward, I suppose over the 20 years I stayed, mm-hmm. obviously after the three months, they asked me to stay. I said, well, if I'm going to stay, we're going to, you know, we'll make some changes. Mm-hmm. We, we need to future proof the business and, mm-hmm. and grow it. And we started to grow the the manufacturing side, which was kind of B2B. Mm-hmm. And then we started growing the clinic side, which is where my dad was a specialist, mm-hmm. you know, he specialized. So we were growing both of them in tandem. And what I didn't realize until several decades later is that typically in the industry, um, you know, a dentist and a denture, you know, a denture specialist, mm-hmm. they grow their clinic. Right. They don't generally have a lab. And mm-hmm. then a lab generally grows their right. lab. It's, it's a one or the other. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And then also, I suppose... I knew nothing really about being either. So it made sense to me when if we're growing that mm-hmm. bit, we, of right. course we grow that bit. Mm-hmm. And also in Ireland, um, I don't know if it's the same in the States. I think maybe in the past it would have been, is that when a clinician or a technician retires, the business usually closes with them. Right. Yeah. They are a true independent business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really couldn't get my head around this. My mm-hmm. dad was always talking about, you know, when I retire, I was kind of going like, there has to be more to this, you know? So I started looking at talking to female entrepreneur groups and different Mm -hmm. business groups and things in different industries Mm -hmm. to get ideas. It was just, my, my brain was so excited about the Mm -hmm. opportunity and the growth. And we did grow and we grew quite a considerable amount um, Mm and became the largest provider of um, nursing home, dental and denture Mm -hmm. services. We, we saw a gap in the market to look after people who couldn't make it into mm-hmm. us. Right. Um, and we started to look after those people. And then the manufacturing grew and mm-hmm. the clinic grew and it was very busy. And, um, and I, you know, we were always stuck with skill set. You mm-hmm. had to have somebody who was an expert in the clinic looking right. after the patients for, for making dentures. And then mm-hmm. you had to somebody who was an expert in the manufacturing and there was a real shortage of skill sets. And it is globally that there's a mm-hmm. shortage of skill sets. <clears throat> and I was like, how do we, future-proof the business? How do we mm-hmm. make sure that we're around, we can still provide the service? Because a lot of people say to me, well, dentures, it's, you know, are people really going to be wearing dentures for, right. for a long time? Mm-hmm. Um, and actually the numbers are increasing because we're all living a lot longer right. and yeah. the need for it is still there. And with certain, I suppose, medications that people are on mm-hmm. and different, um, uh, I suppose, health risks and mm-hmm. things like that, that other alternatives like implants may not be a solution right. for them. Mm-hmm. So dentures and removable teeth mm-hmm. are, are certainly growing. They're, mm-hmm. they're around for a while. Mm-hmm. So I kept saying, we've got to find a way. So I was talking to people and looking at other industries and I thought 3D printing sounds really exciting. Ooh. You know, I saw it in other industries and I was mm-hmm. like, surely, surely we're going to be looking at that in dental. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started to see snippets of it around maybe model making and mm-hmm. things like that. And so in 2020, in February 2020, so we all remember 2020. Right. So you did this right before the whole world <sighs> shut down. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. So I had this great brainwave. I got a group of people I really trusted. So kind of advisors and mentors mm-hmm. together. And I asked them in February 2020 to come together for a two day kind of strategy event. So I could, you know, p- pick on their brains. Mm-hmm pull that knowledge together and and future-proof dental tech. So mm-hmm. we left that uh, two days <laughs> super excited. We were going to be 3D printing dentures. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we had two major roadblocks. Mm-hmm. One was my team are so busy already. How mm-hmm. are they going to cope with learning something new? Right. And the second thing was, and also I suppose there's a mental block around anything digital. People kept saying to me, do you want to do digital? What? What? You want well, to and, and just the concept, are they durable? You know, all of those various things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the second thing was money. It was going to mm-hmm. cost a considerable amount. We're mm-hmm. a small company. How do you transition while you're mm-hmm. still operating? Um, and then... About a month later, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think even in February, we were all thinking, oh, that's way, way over the other side of the world. That's mm-hmm. not going to affect right. us. Mm-hmm. We were all going through that same thing for a period of time. Um, and I suppose what COVID gave us was two things. One was it gave us time. Right. So it gave us time with our team where we weren't doing anything. The nursing homes were closed. Yeah, because they shut down really pretty hard in Ireland. Totally. And we mm-hmm. were looking after the mouth, which was like mm-hmm. the number one transmitter. Right. Yeah. So, so you you had to be extra, extra careful when we could when you could actually see people. Oh, again. absolutely. So we were only doing emergencies mm-hmm. and things like that. So our team were, I mean, you know, people were getting antsy that, you know, after a while, we all thought it was going to be over after mm-hmm. Easter. 
you know, and then and we realized they told us here two weeks and we went, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We hoped, we hoped, <laughs> um, but it did extend a little bit longer, but because our team were free and they had more time in their hands, they were mm-hmm. open to learning something new. Mm-hmm. You know, originally they were like, oh, this is going to put us out of a job, mm-hmm. you know, digital, the computers are going to do it all. Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying, hey guys, uh, you know, everybody said that mm-hmm. to Bill Gates when he said he was going to put a PC on every workstation. Right. I was like, mm-hmm. we are going to do this, mm-hmm. you know, and bringing them on that journey. Mm-hmm. And then the second barrier was around the financing and how do we do this? And I suppose COVID was a great opportunity because Ireland had great supports and funding for small mm-hmm. businesses to how, you know, to to stay in business for starters. Right. And then also our idea was so exciting to to the likes of Enterprise Ireland, which is mm-hmm. our 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 government department that looks at export and helping okay. companies grow mm-hmm. and create jobs. So they were like, yeah, we absolutely will support you on this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if we fast forward to 2021, we printed um, our first fully digital denture from mm-hmm. start to finish. We scanned somebody's mouth, we designed mm-hmm. it through CAD, we 3D printed it and mm-hmm. we fit it. And all of the time throughout, everyone was like, we can't do this. We're not going to be able to do this. We're not going to be able to. It was all this, you know, can't, mm-hmm. we can't, can we, can we, can we? And we proved that we could do it. Mm-hmm. And now, Deb, if you fast forward to 2023, that's all we do. We 3D, we scan the mouth, we wow. digitally design it, and we 3D mm-hmm. print it. I love it. Well, and one of the things that you and I talked about was it's so easy then to replace something. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. So especially in nursing homes. So if, we, mm-hmm. if we've scanned, so we've digitally designed it. Mm-hmm. If somebody loses it and they say, I've lost my denture right. for whatever reason. So we've lo- we've... We have a lot of reasons why people lose their dentures. Your dog mm-hmm. might get it and chew your denture. You might flush it down the toilet accidentally or throw it in the bin or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's lo- mm-hmm. lots of reasons why. But now you can just pick up the phone and say, hey, can I have another denture? And we click mm-hmm. print. We just mm-hmm. click print. Right. Whereas before, somebody had to go through all of the stages again, mm-hmm. come in and take their moles, get mm-hmm. some measurements done, get a trial, one to see if mm-hmm. it looks good, you're happy with it, and then get the final. Mm-hmm. And that would take weeks, right. you know, from start to finish and, and lots of clinical time and lots of manufacturing time. And I suppose for us, the being able to replace something instantly, in certainly in the nursing home settings, mm-hmm. the aged care settings, right. when somebody oh, yeah. is without their teeth, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, their because health. It affects, yeah. you know, obviously it affects how they eat, um, yes. you know, yeah. but, but it's also, you know, it, it's the more emotional thing. You know, when, when you is, feel like you yeah. can't smile and all of those various things. Oh, it affects your mental health. Mm-hmm. It affects your confidence, mm-hmm. your social ability. Mm-hmm. You know, like, as you say, you don't want to smile. Maybe you don't want to meet people. You're mm-hmm. staying at home or if you're in a nursing home, you're not participating mm-hmm. in things that are going on. Mm-hmm. But but staying at home would be a big thing. And mm-hmm. I suppose during COVID, if somebody lost their denture, they did have masks. Mm-hmm. You know, so some people came into us going, thank goodness for a mask. Right. Because nobody mm-hmm. knows I'm missing it. Mm-hmm. But now that's gone. Mm-hmm. Majority of the time, there's only a small proportion of people wearing mm-hmm. masks. So we really need to help people smile. Mm-hmm. Smile with confidence. That's what we do. Smile, eat and chew with confidence. Mm-hmm. So we help people to do that. I'm really right. proud of what we do, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love it. I love it. You know, and and so from the, you know, obviously you you have the ability to make them look natural because, oh, yeah. you know, when we think of the 3D printing, we think, you know, they're printing something in orange or, you know, whatever. And no, yeah. you know, you're making them look exactly like someone's real teeth. Yeah. So, and, and the material that we use, so if we're using the pink gum material, mm-hmm. I, I suppose our area specialty is is making it as small as possible, as mm-hmm. durable as possible. Mm-hmm. We want to make something feel really natural like it's supposed mm-hmm. to be there. So that's what we really work hard with. And we've always done that, I suppose, the whole mm-hmm. way through. So we had to really make sure that we were doing that with digitally as well, mm-hmm. because there's no point in us making a product that is not the same or better. We mm-hmm. want to make, you know, we, we, we mm-hmm. need to make sure we're making it better. So yeah, the material that we use is any of the pink material, it's kind of translucent type mm-hmm. of material. So it picks up the natural pigment of the gum. Oh, okay. And then the teeth we match, you know, so if somebody comes in and they've lost their denture and mm-hmm. they, you know, don't have, even have a photograph of themselves mm-hmm. with their natural teeth, there's mm-hmm. parts of the body that tell us the size right. of the Right, yeah. You don't want somebody with bright white teeth if they didn't have bright white exactly. teeth before. Mm-hmm. Match the complexion. Mm-hmm. We look mm-hmm. at the shape of somebody's face. Wow. You know, position of people's eyes, nose, mm-hmm. ears will tell us what should be there naturally mm-hmm. anyway. You know, and then if people have natural teeth, with it, we find a lot of mm-hmm. people do. They have right. some natural teeth and just a few gaps. Mm-hmm. We match up the natural teeth mm-hmm. that they have. 
And, right. you know, it needs to be aesthetically good. Mm-hmm. It has to work. So it has to fit them really well. So mm-hmm. it's got to fit fit their mouth as it is today. Mm-hmm. It's got to function so they can eat, mm-hmm. but it's got to look good so that when they smile, they feel confident mm-hmm. and they don't feel right. like, oh, people are going to know mm-hmm. I'm wearing this or people are going to mm-hmm. see it, mm-hmm. you know? So that's that's our three things that we like to tick mm-hmm. the box for, for everybody, you know? I so. love it. Yeah, because if <clears throat> any one of those is not right, they're not going to wear them. Mm. I mean, that's what it comes down to is, you know, now obviously, you know, they might wear them, you know, to to eat, but, you know, if they're uncomfortable when they're eating, then they're not going to, you know, know, they're going to take them out because they don't want people to see it and they'd prefer to, you know, go around without teeth. Yeah. And that's it. And there's no reason why we can't do all those three Mm -hmm. things. I mean, it's, it's what we've been doing for the last 50 years. And Mm -hmm. there, as you say, there's no point if they, if they look good, but they don't fit Mm -hmm. well, well, they're going to put them in for photos, but then they can't eat with them. And what's the Mm -hmm. point? And, you know, or maybe they fit well, but they really don't look good, you know? Mm -hmm. So again, it's just, you got to tick all those three boxes Mm -hmm. together, you know, it's got to, and I suppose with the digital, the beauty about the digital as well, because we set out to see how can we future proof the company? Mm-hmm. How can we grow? How, you know, with that skill set is is a limited pool. How do mm-hmm. we make sure everybody's got jobs and we can still look mm-hmm. after more people? And I suppose now, you know, since since we started that journey, we've opened three more clinics. Wow. Um we've we've opened up our areas to look after three more areas like counties it'd be like mm-hmm. Ireland obviously is a lot smaller than the states mm-hmm. but it'd be like our little tiny mini states mm-hmm. we've got 26 counties in the Republic of Ireland so mm-hmm. we've been able to expand into more counties nice. mm-hmm. so people have access you know so it's all about mm-hmm. being able to access what we do mm-hmm. um and and provide the service so we've been able to grow and um and then also we've designed new products because ah. we've been able to see, mm-hmm. uh, I suppose, a need. And now mm-hmm. we may not have been able to meet that need previously, but now mm-hmm. with this digital technology, mm-hmm. it's it's opened up a huge world for right. all sorts of options, mm-hmm. you know, so it's fantastic. Right. You know, and I was also thinking, you know, like if, if say you start with a child, clearly they're going to need to change as they age, yeah. you know, and, and in many cases, if you had, you know, denture, partial, whatever, and, um, you know, say somebody lost their tooth or a couple of teeth, yeah. you know, right. You know, they're yeah. playing hockey, they're doing whatever, yes. you, know, yeah. you know, and they've, they've lost, you know, typically what they would do is they would go longer than they should yeah. with what they had because it was inconvenient. It was expensive, you know, and, yeah. and all of those things. And now they can grow with that person until they get to the, the adult sides. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And sometimes, like you said, when somebody has an accident for maybe sports Mm -hmm. and things like that, if they're still playing sports, well, they're not really a candidate for getting anything more long-term or permanent. Yeah. Because because they're going to get them knocked out again. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Or as you said, they're young enough that they're still growing. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what it's going to look like maybe in, in two or three or four years time in their Mm -hmm. adulthood, maybe um, because their mouth Mm -hmm. hasn't fully developed, you know? So There's two things really that help there is one is because we can do it digitally, we can do it much faster, but also we we can monitor their progress mm-hmm. from their scans. Right. So we can see their mouth developing over mm-hmm. time. And it, that's quite cool, actually, just mm-hmm. even from a technology perspective, mm-hmm. to be able to see that, to be able to show it to somebody on a big digital screen mm-hmm. is phenomenal. So that dark area that, you know, we, we mm-hmm. look at when we're brushing our teeth and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now you can see it on a big screen right. and see every minute detail of mm-hmm. what's going on in your mouth. It is quite cool to do, you know, so the cool mm-hmm. part, but also the functional part. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty much in the tech. I like that. Uh, I like that we can deliver a mm-hmm. product and change somebody's life, right. you know, because as you said, people get their teeth knocked out mm-hmm. or there's maybe a medical reason why somebody's mm-hmm. lost some teeth or a health reason. Age. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then you lose confidence. You're not smiling. Mm-hmm. I see people who talk like this and they have their lip, right. their lip reduced mm-hmm. down because they've learned to hide maybe mm-hmm. a gap at the side. Mm-hmm. And when we can complete somebody's smile mm-hmm. and you see this complete change mm-hmm. in somebody's face, I, oh, it's phenomenal. I had mm-hmm. somebody recently wrote a, a three-page testimonial, like a three-page wow. letter to our team mm-hmm. to say thank you because he said he hadn't, He and in his words, he was like, I'm a bit country, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't normally tell people if they've done something right, but mm-hmm. I had to tell you. Um, he said from start to finish the service, we, we have a phenomenal team without mm-hmm. a doubt. I mean, I can hand on heart say anybody coming in through our doors is so well looked after because mm-hmm. we know their struggle. We know what they've been through mm-hmm. and, and and to make that journey really pleasant for them. Um, but, you know, this guy in the letter, he said all of that, but he also said it took him a month to learn how to smile again. Mm. 
you know, that he and he said to the point where in work people were saying to him, you know, did you go did you go abroad? Because in Ireland we have this dental tourism thing going on. Ah, did you mm-hmm. go abroad. Did you go abroad to get your smile? He said, no, I got it done here in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Just down the way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And he said they they like they wouldn't believe it. They, initially mm-hmm. they were going how, you know, you never mm-hmm. smile. What's up with you? You know. Mm-hmm. A whole month learning how to smile again. I mean, that's, yeah, that's life changing. Yeah. We love, we love to hear that. That's, that's what we do. Yeah. You know, and people might think that it's really not, you know, important, but it is, you know, and, and, um, you know, how we look and it's not, it's not really that we're being vain, right? You know, and, 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 and there is a little bit to that. Um, but, but it is more, what we're comfortable with and and you know and, and especially if someone had something very long term like you said they get used yeah. to not smiling yeah. um and so then yeah. then they get used to not laughing they get used to, yeah. i mean all of those things and they become you know the the sad person yeah and then they stop going to things as well so right. like we all have that person that we know who doesn't have that big beaming smile mm-hmm. in the photos they smile you know, with the lips right. closed. Or they're in the back row, all of those exactly. various things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you said, and what happens is, is like smiling, smiling actually creates endorphins in our body. Right. So it mm-hmm. actually helps us to feel good. Mm-hmm. So when we stop smiling, mm-hmm. then it equally has the the knock-on effect mm-hmm. of not feeling so good right. and not releasing the endorphins. Mm-hmm. So we don't have that feel-good hormone. And as you said, over time, what happens is people kind of retract. Mm-hmm. They retract from right. being involved. Because in why things. do we want to be around the grumpy person? Yeah. Yeah. Or like the person who doesn't want to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, just the confidence alone of being able to smile. And as you said, it's not a vain thing. You know, it's about what you feel comfortable with and what Mm -hmm. makes you feel happy. Mm -hmm. But from a functional point of view, it's about being able to chew food as well, because if you don't have teeth uh, Mm -hmm. filling gaps, Mm -hmm. you know, what happens is, well, A, you can lose teeth, the rest of your teeth quicker because Mm -hmm. you don't have as much security around Mm -hmm. them because there's some gaps. And then, but B, you're not able to enjoy the same Mm -hmm. food. So we we talk to people, when people don't have their natural teeth, the Mm -hmm. most common things they order when they're eating out is soup, because Mm -hmm. you can drink it. And fish because it's soft. Fish mm-hmm. and mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Never and corn think, on the cob. Never steak. A bit of steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I kind of think, you know, I like a bit of steak every time mm-hmm. I go out, you know, or every now and again, especially if it's a, a good place, you know, mm-hmm. um, or maybe something a bit meatier. You know, mm-hmm. you're kind of thinking, how do you get through that? But a lot of people, mm-hmm. they, they're they not thinking about mm-hmm. enjoying their food. They're thinking about what can I eat on mm-hmm. that menu? Right. What is not going to work for me? Mm-hmm. And what do they have anything that works mm-hmm. for me? So, you know, again, people retracting from that society mm-hmm. because it's too difficult for them to right. go because that menu doesn't have something mm-hmm. they can eat and they don't want mm-hmm. to talk about it. Right. You know, and. Right. Well, and worse, things, I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes they, you know, if, if they have something that gets under a denture and causes oh, yeah. a problem, um, you know, then, then there's really big issues. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Food getting caught under the mm-hmm. denture. So if, again, if that denture is not fitting you well, mm-hmm. but you're putting it in when you're eating, mm-hmm. the food's going to get caught underneath. Mm-hmm. You're going to have like kind of sores. It's mm-hmm. going to feel uncomfortable. Right. You know, there's, uh, it's just, it's not pleasant, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're having to leave the table mm-hmm. to go and clean your denture in the bathroom and there might be somebody else there. So mm-hmm. all sorts of things to be mm-hmm. considered, you know, when, when it comes to to the dentures. And I think, look, it's great that we're talking about this today, mm-hmm. Deb, because I'm really passionate about it. I think your listeners right. can probably hear, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, th- I feel like this is ingrained in me because mm-hmm. my parents started 50 years ago, but, but also I think nowadays we're talking about things much uh, more openly. We talk right. about menopause, we talk about mm-hmm. mental health, we talk mm-hmm. about erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. We're still not talking about dentures. Mm-hmm. There's a terrible stigma and shame mm-hmm. about uh, losing teeth or having lost right. teeth. And it's not about that. It's about, yeah. It's about having a solution now and, and mm-hmm. being able to say, you know, I need this. Mm-hmm. I have a gap. I have a, mm-hmm. I have, I'm missing teeth. It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how it happened. It's about being able to say, right. I can, I can go and get mm-hmm. something. And, and, and while we're based in Ireland and we're mainly in Ireland now and we're growing, I absolutely want to share that with the world, whether it's mm-hmm. us that delivers it uh, right. or whether it's somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, to help actually uh, bring that conversation mm-hmm. about. So I really appreciate being able to talk to, to you about it here today. I love you know, it. So, yeah. You know, and the fact that it really is so pretty easy to fix. Yeah. I mean, that's the amazing thing is how many people put it off. Yeah. And, and, you know, and granted, they put it off when, like we were saying, when dentures took a long time and yeah. they were expensive. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we're not saying, you know, these are 10 cents. Um, yeah. 
or but, bad experience when you right. were yeah and they just, were or, yeah they they heard somebody else you know or we all remember right you know you, you went in and grandma's teeth were in the glass <laughs> beside her um you know and, and we all thought oh, we don't want to be like that yeah I don't want to and, take my teeth out yeah mm-hmm, and put them there yeah mm-hmm. so we agree you're right I mean the the, the most common grandpa image. it was always grandma's teeth <laughs> the most common image that comes to people's mm-hmm. heads when you talk mm-hmm. about dentures is teeth in the glass for sure um you know and I'd like to say it's you know it's it it really isn't like that anymore but like Mm -hmm. people still have that have that picture in their head Mm -hmm. and and like you say they kind of go I don't want that to be me Mm -hmm. and I don't want to have that there but you know you're right it's people put it off and Mm -hmm. one of the most common things we do here is I can't believe I put it off for so long Mm -hmm. you know that's certainly one and you know I was really nervous before I came Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that it wasn't going to be such a pleasant experience Mm -hmm. because I think, you know, people lose teeth. Like I said, there's an element of shame around it. Mm-hmm. There's an element of stigma. I can't talk about it mm-hmm. unless I have the money to get like fabulous right. implants. But, you know, people aren't maybe necessarily a candidate for that. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's not even just about the money. It's it's right. so many other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we hear we hear stories here in Ireland, mm-hmm. people having had teeth extracted when they had no anesthetic, mm-hmm. you know, right. um, mm-hmm. having all of their teeth pulled mm-hmm. for no reason because they maybe had decay in one tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, so we there's lots of stories that go mm-hmm. around. And, and I don't think we're unique here in Ireland. I think, right. you know, listening to people in the UK and the US and talking to them, those stories are still going around mm-hmm. where people have that nervousness because right. something happened to somebody they knew mm-hmm. or themselves, mm-hmm. you know, or like that parents or grandparents. Right. And, and yeah, they put it off. So right. yeah, we, we oral health is really important mm-hmm. and going and talking to somebody and, mm-hmm. and getting it checked. And there's right. always a solution right. for something. Oh yeah. You know, and it can lead to much more serious things. Um, yeah. My uncle who passed away, you know, several years ago, his teeth were absolutely horrible. Um, you know, they were, you know, you, you he smiled and you went, um, and, yeah. but unfortunately he, all of that decay yeah. caused him other physical issues and you know when and when he finally went into a dentist and and I mean he lost them all. It was there was yeah. you know no we could not save any you know because yeah. he had waited far too long. Yeah. But the the physical change in him. I mean he had gone from being this stooped little old man to yeah. back to being this vibrant person because those yeah. toxins were no were longer in his body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize, I suppose, yeah, our teeth are so linked to our bloodstream. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, um, plaque buildup under the mm-hmm. gum, decay, it can cause all sorts of havoc. Mm-hmm. It's There's a, like a direct channel to our brain mm-hmm. and our hearts, you know, so there is there is stroke, can heart mm-hmm. attack, there's yeah. all sorts can be linked mm-hmm. to that. And I, I do say to people, like when you've got your natural teeth, so when we brush it, there's a lot of emphasis around brushing mm-hmm. and then people brush and then maybe secondary is floss or rinse. Right. Um, and I always kind of think if you think of it this way, right? So when you're when you're drinking, you know, liquid water mm-hmm. or something, most of the time, a lot of the debris that you eat can be washed away with a right. lot of that. It, it just goes right on down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the biggest impact is is kind of wedged between your teeth. Mm-hmm. If you don't push that food out, that right. that food in between. So if you don't floss or mm-hmm. use those brushes in between the teeth, mm-hmm. that food stays there and mm-hmm. the brush unfortunately doesn't get rid of all right. of it. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, is you can have that decay building up in there. So mm-hmm. you can have brilliant oral health mm-hmm. you know, from brushing and, and right. rinsing and things but like gum that. disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not floss, you know, mm-hmm. so I always say like, whatever you do, floss, you know, and mm-hmm. my dad always says, and I know it's not the right thing because you need to do both, but he says, if you're going to pick one, pick flossing first. Mm. Interesting. You know, See, and I'm one of those. Else. I'm like, yeah. oh, I have to go to the dentist, so I better floss today. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, I have to say, I am guilty of that as well. Mm-hmm. And I own a dental company, you know. So mm-hmm. I just, if 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 you just we kind of remind ourselves every mm-hmm. now and again, okay, look, if we don't do right. it every day, we should, but mm-hmm. you know, just a little reminder mm-hmm. to do it. And but yeah, I mean, gum right. disease, I suppose, is prevalent and it leads to you mm-hmm. losing teeth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you always see the gums are a little bit like the elastic on your trousers. Mm-hmm. You know, when the gum disease sets yeah, in, the elastic. when they, they reach a certain point, they're not going back. This is it. And the elastic goes. Mm-hmm. It's like the elastic, you know, the gums go mm-hmm. and you naturally lose teeth mm-hmm. because the, the gums are there tight around the teeth to right. keep the teeth in place and support mm-hmm. them. And once the gums start to go, mm-hmm. people get wobbly teeth and, mm-hmm. and they can lose them for sure. Right. You know, so gum disease is another reason mm-hmm. why we would we would do quite right. a, a bit of dentures. And, mm-hmm. and if you've gum disease, um. If it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't repair, it doesn't heal, it can't right. go back. Mm-hmm. Um, you can stop it in its tracks, so you mm-hmm. can actually uh, keep it at that level. Mm-hmm. And but if it's gone so far that it's not going to help with um, mm-hmm. keeping your teeth in, and you can't get it under control, you may not even be a candidate for implants. 
Mm-hmm. You know, right? So, because there's nothing there to hold them. Is basically this is what, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 it's and it's go. You know, the gums are going and they're mm-hmm. retracting and stuff like that. So dentures for a lot of people is mm-hmm. the only solution, right? You know, and now that they look really natural and fit mm-hmm. really well, right? You know, people people don't mm-hmm. know you have them, so mm-hmm. you can have that confidence, mom. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so you know, and the other thing people are like, but it hurts. It's gonna hurt. It hurts to go yeah. to the dentist. And yeah. you know, it's funny. You and I were talking before the program. Because I was extremely fortunate. The very first dentist I had when I was a little girl, all the way through, I have always had very yeah. good dentists. Um, you know, and, and part of that is because I communicate with them, you know, all of these things. But I'm also not afraid. I mean, you know, because I had yeah. such a good experience when I was little. I'm like, oh, I got to go to the dentist today. I mean, other people are like, I got to go to the dentist. I you know. know. And, um, but, you know, the, the, the key is there, you know, things have changed. So yeah. for people who are like, well, I went 20 years ago and it hurt. Well, you know. Very different. Very yeah. different now. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and I love they, that you yeah, say that. Yeah. They have yeah. so many different ways. It's just like with any anything, you yeah. know, things have changed. Things have improved. But it is about, you know, talking to them. You know, I yeah. had a filling replaced last week. And, you know, the very first thing they said was, is it numb yet? And yeah. some, you know, and, and that what they need is a yes or a no. And yeah. this is not the point, folks, to be brave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't okay really want you to feel say, anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I need a little bit more of that stuff. Um, all right, you know, and, and so, I mean, that's the thing is, is, you know, but, and, and I guess it's kind of the thing with, it will hurt less now than oh, if yeah. things get worse, like, like with yeah. anything. I mean, you know, if we yeah, it's let like by things being proactive, wait, isn't it? Yeah. We have problems. Yeah. And you said like, I mean, things have changed. Like, so even mm-hmm. just, you know, getting a mold of your mouth. So mm-hmm. that old fashioned mold, right. they put mm-hmm. all the material in your mouth. We digitally scan people's mm-hmm. mouths now. It's like, we put a special wand. I, call, it's I know wand. it's the coolest thing. I had that done at my dentist. Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? And they did, they created this 3D Digital image of image. my teeth. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and we do that, Deb. So we have designed a way of doing that when people mm-hmm. have no natural teeth present. Mm-hmm. So we can actually scan their mouth mm-hmm. when they've no natural teeth or right. or if they've some, of course. And figure out what should be there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. And it also takes away a bit of that fear of, mm-hmm. because when you're getting a mold, a lot of people say to me, oh, do I have to get that thing in my mouth where mm-hmm. I feel like I'm choking? Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. and, 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 and the goo. Sensation. <laughs> yeah, the goo, it's horrible and it feels horrible. And I go, no. And they're like, okay, great. You know, mm-hmm. so we do, we tell people that with digital technology, it mm-hmm. has just created this huge opportunity mm-hmm. to, to be more accessible for people, mm-hmm. to help get rid of some of the fear right. that might have been there. Mm-hmm. Um. And to be able to kind of provide a solution for people who maybe thought there was no solution for them, you right. know. So, um, and I always think like with the the digital side, it opens up loads of things mm-hmm. for us. So, one of the new products we have started to design and and make is a um, digital uh, removable veneers. So mm-hmm. you know you know what a veneer is, and we yes, we, we, we I love this idea. This. Mm-hmm. So you know, for people who maybe don't want to have permanent orthodontic mm-hmm. treatment or don't want to have implants mm-hmm. or, or don't want to have composite veneers. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they want a solution even temporarily for the night mm-hmm. out to feel good, right. to, you know, for the zooms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we mm-hmm. have our product. It's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. removable veneers that slide on over your natural teeth. Oh, I love and it. Give you the Hollywood smile mm-hmm. instantly, you mm-hmm. know, so maybe wider teeth, mm-hmm. maybe people who aren't a candidate for wider teeth, mm-hmm. you know, or teeth whitening. Mm-hmm. So just always looking for a solution mm-hmm. for people. We've, we're now designing a, we're now designing a, a sleep apnea appliance for Ooh. snoring, mm-hmm. anti-snoring. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, for those people who are almost on the cusp, maybe of divorce mm-hmm. or sleeping yeah. in separate bedrooms, mm-hmm. You know, (laughs) there's a a commercial playing here in the States where the woman is talking about her husband snoring. And she said, I sleep with an angry rhinoceros. And he said, you've never heard that. And she said, every night, every night. Yeah. Yeah, So there you go. So Mm -hmm. it's being able to provide solutions Mm -hmm. for people where there is finding a problem and there's always a solution, you Mm -hmm. know, and and finding what that is. But, it's you know, we talk to people. What do they need? What do they mm-hmm. want? What What is something that they're not even thinking is mm-hmm. a problem? Right. You know, and, and working through those. And mm-hmm. yeah, lucky that we have a great team that is always looking for the mm-hmm. solutions as well right. and looking for ways mm-hmm. to help, you know? I love it. I love it. Well, let's talk about your team. You know, like yeah. you said, you started many years ago on a temporary contract working yeah. for your parents. And now you're basically in, tra- you, you not basically, you are in charge. You are your parents 
bosses. Yes. <laughs> how, you know, how has that been that you have, and, and clearly, you know, if they didn't want it to happen, it would not have yeah. happened, Yeah. but you have transitioned to, you are in charge. How yes. is that with the fact that it's your parents and, you know, and, and then 33 other employees, you know, how, how is that? Oh, how is it being the boss says, of your yeah, parents? Yeah. Well, it's great. It's great fun, I have to say. <laughs> but it was not an easy journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we I suppose the beauty about it is we we get on really well. That's mm-hmm. that's right. a first. But it wasn't always, you know, easy. I mean, there were tough times. And mm-hmm. um, I suppose if I bring you back to when I first started in the business, mm-hmm. it was only ever going to be a temporary thing. Right. You know, they never thought it was going to be longer. Mm-hmm. I certainly didn't because, mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up kind of going, that's my parents' job. That's yeah. the business. You had, and, and you, not you weren't a dentist yeah, or a no. dental tech or anything like that. This so, is it. Mm-hmm. I had no interest in being mm-hmm. part of the family business. I had no inclination as how mm-hmm. I would fit into it. I had done my degree in social science. I was mm-hmm. planning on being a social worker. You know, it just wasn't the done mm-hmm. thing unless you were trained as a dentist or right. trained, as you say, as the dental tech. Mm-hmm. There was just no room for you in the business. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yeah, my three-month contract and I could just see really lots of opportunities mm-hmm. for improvement. It was always really about improvement. And my mm-hmm. three-month contract, it took six months for me to do mm-hmm. it because I was dipping my toe in, in different parts of it. And I could really see opportunity for mm-hmm you know, the business, but I also couldn't understand why, 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 why are you going to close just because you retire? Mm-hmm. Surely there's something else right. here, you know? Um, and my parents couldn't get their head around that. So mm-hmm. I think the first time and and the first time I, I, I had some major change was where I replaced my dad in a specific area. So my dad ah. worked in the laboratory, but also mm-hmm. the clinic and mm-hmm. the clinic was his area of expertise. Mm-hmm. It's what he loved. Mm-hmm. He loved being with the patients. He but was he like needed a, to work in the lab because that did. was needed. This is it. This is it. And sure, we couldn't access that level of skill mm-hmm. anywhere, you know. So I started finding ways of advertising and advertising mm-hmm. abroad and finding people abroad. And, mm-hmm. you know, they may not have been as good as my dad, but he mm-hmm. was really good at training. Mm-hmm. So we started to upskill. So the first time mm-hmm. I started to, I suppose, show that that was possible, mm-hmm. they stopped laughing at me. I suppose that was the good thing. They weren't mm-hmm. laughing at mm-hmm. me anymore. When I had an idea, they kind of looked more puzzled going, right. okay, we laughed at her the last time, but now she's and saying it something. And Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe she's onto something, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think as time went by, it it was for my parents. It was certainly looking at work life balance mm-hmm. when we didn't really talk about work life balance. Right. I suppose they worked all the time. Yeah, and you know that was never a a, a topic for discussion. You mm-hmm. worked, you owned your own business, so therefore mm-hmm. you made sure that it you did whatever mm-hmm. needed to be done in order for it to succeed and survive. And, you know, you rarely took holidays mm-hmm. without having to work or having to mm-hmm. do all. Your and you were always you on call, right? Because somebody you know, would break a tooth or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I need an emergency. I flushed mm-hmm. my denture down the toilet. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was always, you were always on call. Mm-hmm. And again, I was looking at other businesses going, you know, I, if I give you an example, right, this is, I hate doing it because it kind of shows you where, well, it shows you where we've come from as well. But I remember um, in 2009, I kind of said to my parents, I've brought the company as far as I can go. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to grow this without maybe doing a degree in management or going in training Mm -hmm. as a dentist because I'm not a dentist. I'm not a technician. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've brought the business as far as I can. Mm -hmm. And my friend said to me, you know, you should work with a business coach. And I was like, a business what? And she said, you know, Mm -hmm. this is Ireland. I said, a business coach. I said, like, you know, I said, they only do that really in America. And she said, yeah, but this is an American idea. And somebody started doing it in Ireland. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, wow. So I met this guy anyway. And he said to me, because I was key holder, right? So I was, I'd come in, I'd open up for the building and I'd Mm -hmm. close and I was there all day long. Mm -hmm. And that's what my parents did. So now, Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, he said, I wonder, he said, if, you know, the CEO of Coca-Cola goes in every morning and opens up the building. He's not the person who opens the the door. Mm -hmm. I mean, light bulbs, hello, Mm -hmm. you know, going off. But we were such a small company at the Mm -hmm. time. We really didn't have the the concept Mm -hmm. of how you grow, even with the, you know, those minute Mm -hmm. details. And from 2009 on, it was like an explosion of my brain Mm -hmm. going, okay, what does a big corporate do? What does a big company mm-hmm. do? What did they do? How did right. they do it? I wasn't looking at the local dentist anymore. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking at the local practice. Right. I wasn't even looking at dentistry at all. Mm-hmm. You were and a business that was we growing. Were business. Mm-hmm. We were. And I was talking to other business people and other people who'd done it already, mm-hmm. people in different industries. And I think when my parents started to see all of that machine going on mm-hmm. in my brain, they were equally thinking, how do we get out of this? Right. <laughs> how do we retire? Mm-hmm. How do we work less? How do mm-hmm. we still have a 
a life that you know mm-hmm. we're accustomed to and 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 still not have to work mm-hmm. so much so their plan for their life and my plan for my life became so intertwined we both wanted mm-hmm. different things mm-hmm. but we were all so reliant on each other for it and right. the business was the mechanism in which mm-hmm. we could have work life balance mm-hmm. so we started to talk about that and i think we started to talk about that again I'm I'm quite open, Deb. I'm here talking to you in the US about mm-hmm. my business and about everything we've done. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to share the good, the bad and the ugly. I'm very direct and I mm-hmm. like talking about things because I think when you talk about things, that's how you unearth right. problems. And, and you learn from others. I mean, that's totally, the, the thing. Totally. Mm-hmm. So we started talking about things that nobody else was talking about. Mm-hmm. We were working in nursing homes. So I was talking to my parents. What if one of you end up in a nursing home? Right. What if one of you gets sick? Mm-hmm. What if something happens? What mm-hmm. if this? What if that? You know, and initially my parents were kind of going, oh, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, you no, know, no, we're gonna, not going to happen brush, to us. Mm-hmm. We're going to brush that under the carpet mm-hmm. and bring it out another time. And then they became open to having the chat going, actually, mm-hmm. now that you're talking about it, we would mm-hmm. really like to work less. Right. Like to work less hours. And mm-hmm. we started to do that. So in, t- in 2016, my parents started to work less. They started to do two to three days a week and then mm-hmm. it went two to three afternoons a week or mornings a week then I it went to two it. days then it went they to have one these day. grandkids that they can spend time with and do all these my other mom, fun they things the, the garden the mm-hmm. you know my mom went back to painting she went and started doing art classes again mm-hmm. I always remember that as a child my mom loved to paint but it's mm-hmm. somewhere along the line mm-hmm. it went because she was busy right. with work and now she mm-hmm. was re- you know figuring out those things those love things that you want to mm-hmm. do and you maybe just put put off mm-hmm. you know so but equally while I was doing that for them, I was also doing that for myself because mm-hmm. it was future-proofing the business for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I was also deciding what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. And what I didn't want to do was work seven days a week, mm-hmm. 80, 90 hours a week, right. you know, and I wanted to have work-life balance. So as mm-hmm. you said in the intro, I have three fabulous teenagers right. That are going three those. different directions, right? Mm-hmm. And I was having them all along mm-hmm. while I was, you know, throughout this mm-hmm. last 20 odd years working in the company and um, and having to have a life with my kids and mm-hmm. my husband. And yeah, when they have a soccer game, you want to be able to go and all of those I want to be their champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. be there and I want to, you know, parent-teacher meeting, I'm the mm-hmm. first one booked in. I'm there with my mm-hmm. notebook taking notes on how great mm-hmm. they are, you know, or where they need to improve. And mm-hmm. I, you know, we've movie night and we have family time mm-hmm. and all of those things, you know, to make sure we go camping. I love camping. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents brought us camping when we were kids and mm-hmm. I, I I, remembered it fondly. And even though my kids sometimes don't want to go, they come and they still have fun. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to know, mom, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. But when they get there, they have fun, mm-hmm. you know. So sometimes mm-hmm. you have to be the parents. Right. Um, so, yeah, bringing the three mm-hmm. kids up throughout, you know, my mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do what I do without mm-hmm. the most amazing partner as well. My husband has mm-hmm. been phenomenal throughout um he supports me he doesn't feel like um you know this is a man's world he's mm-hmm. like yeah oh, well go for mm-hmm. it you know do what you need to right. do I'm here uh, mm-hmm. what do you need from me you know mm-hmm. so we work as a partnership oh, and I love it I think yeah that's really important mm-hmm. to have you know people around you who mm-hmm. who want to see you succeed and want to help mm-hmm. you as best they can and right. my husband loves cleaning mm-hmm. I do not he likes cooking perfect Oh I'm my like, gosh, mm-hmm. this is like brilliant, brilliant. And mm-hmm. he works full time too, but mm-hmm. he, you know, they're the bits that he likes. Right. He may not have as much pull, pull on, on certain times and things that he needs mm-hmm. to do. And, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we work, yeah, it works really right. well. And when I go on holidays, I'm on holidays. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, right. I don't have to check in. You know, I've got a really great team who've, mm-hmm. we've grown using, I suppose, that system of what can I replace my dad mm-hmm. with? Right. Um, how do I pull him out of mm-hmm. that? Okay, the next person. Well, mm-hmm. that's taking a lot of time. I'm not I'm not really good at that and I don't like doing mm-hmm. it. Who can I get to do that? Because right. there has to be somebody who likes doing mm-hmm. that. And we gradually built into the team people who love doing what they do, mm-hmm. um, like really love their job. Mm-hmm. And they're really good at it because I think mm-hmm. when you love something, right. you're even better at it. And that's how we've grown the mm-hmm. team. We've over 40 on the team now. Wow. Um, we even have, um, because of our digital, we have people who work in other countries mm-hmm. um, right. because we can connect mm-hmm. with them. So we have um, some people in the Philippines. We have some mm-hmm. people in uh, Venezuela, mm-hmm. Argentina, mm-hmm. Um, all around the world that we work with, uh, right. people in Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's phenomenal what we can mm-hmm. do because of technology right. and build our team, people who are passionate about what mm-hmm. we do, wanting to l- deliver this fabulous smile mm-hmm. and confidence to people. Mm-hmm. and. Um, all while enjoying it but yeah that's mm-hmm. how I've grown it is I, I do this little technique actually um that my business coach taught me and mm-hmm. um, I pick the top 10 things that take me the longest time uh-huh. and then I pick the top 10 things that take that that I 
I like the least. So mm-hmm. the ones that I dislike the most. Mm-hmm. And I see where they cross over. Yeah, is there an overlap? Is, mm-hmm. Totally. And there always is. Mm-hmm. The things we procrastinate over and the mm-hmm. things that take us the longest are the things that we like the least. Right. And that is how I started to look at who mm-hmm. I can replace right. myself with or who I can replace that job with mm-hmm. and who do I hire for that role. And that's how I grew the company over mm-hmm. the years. And, and you know, every now and again, my parents kind of did question going, are you sure that's the right move? And mm-hmm. um, but equally, we're supporting, challenging, but supporting. Mm-hmm. And that's how we've been able to do it, like as a, as a group, as a team. I love it. Well, you know, we've talked about it a lot on, on the podcast where delegating truly is one of the hardest things for somebody to do. Um, Because first of all, we think we're the only one who can do it. We are the only one who can do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and heaven forbid that somebody do it differently. And, you know, and and then what if they do it better? Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, but it is, it's so much fun when you delegate and you Mm -hmm. see somebody really blossom. I mean, that's the, and, and so, you know, what you have done for them is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I always say to the team, I hire people around me that are better than mm-hmm. me at doing my right. job, because mm-hmm. what is the point in hiring mm-hmm. somebody who can't do it as well as me? Because mm-hmm. I would spend all my time training mm-hmm. them, spend all my time holding their hand mm-hmm. and, you know, right. and then so probably, why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then be not happy that they didn't mm-hmm. do it the same way. So mm-hmm. if I find somebody who loves what they do mm-hmm. and they love that part of the job, I'm I, and I tell mm-hmm. them you are way better at doing that than I ever mm-hmm. could be. And that's why mm-hmm. you're in that job, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, actually it helps with motivation as well. Right. When mm-hmm. I'm in the team, I've delegated something mm-hmm. I don't particularly like doing and I'm not mm-hmm. really good at it. They're way well, better. At- and sometimes even if you like it and you're good at it, yeah. you should still delegate it. You shouldn't be doing it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. well, you can dip in and out of it if you want mm-hmm. then because you like it, you know, right. so but you right. don't have to do it all mm-hmm. the time. But yeah. you're right. We we do have that thing, you know, mm-hmm. that superhero cape of the, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the only person who can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm the, I've been it's doing it my for business. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. my job, my business. Mm-hmm. And therefore I should be doing mm-hmm. it. You know, there's an element of, of, of should mm-hmm. as well as can and you know right. so mm-hmm. where you kind of feel should I be doing that mm-hmm. you know I mean other people do that so maybe I should be doing mm-hmm. it and you know you question it and mm-hmm. yeah I always come back to the no delegate delegate mm-hmm. and not abdicate so I even do mm-hmm. training with my team yeah you know, I, I said to you I kind of do executive coaching as well but I also coach my team and mm-hmm. um, the ones who want to have time with me and, mm-hmm. and do it but mm-hmm. I always tell them the difference between delegating and abdicating you know and delegating and helping somebody to do it mm-hmm. and supporting them and right. making sure there's a process mm-hmm. document on it or a, a step-by-step or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and watching people succeed in it as opposed to going, you go do that mm-hmm. and make sure you do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't work for anybody right. because A, they really don't know how your company mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're doing. They might do it wrong. As you say, they could do it wrong and and feel really down because mm-hmm. they haven't delivered. Right. Um, and then it goes know, so- down from there. Yeah. Yeah. So setting people up for success, you know, you've got to delegate and you, mm-hmm. you've got to support them. And and, and mm-hmm. I think because of that and because that's our ethos, mm-hmm. I think that's why we've got such a good team and we've won so mm-hmm. many awards for culture and leadership mm-hmm. and, and teamship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 I interviewed a gentleman one time on the, the podcast and he had several thousand employees. I mean, he had a, and he still has a large business right. and he said he knew he was successful when he went on vacation and his phone didn't ring once. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And yeah. and he said, you know, and 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 he said it was really 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 hard to yeah. not check in. Yeah. Especially yeah. when he didn't hear. He's like has it just, yeah. you know, blown up and and um and he said, you know, and and, and he said they knew. Yeah. First of all, they were empowered to make the decisions. Yeah. He was yeah. not going to second guess them. Maybe it wouldn't be the decision he would have made. <clears throat> or even maybe the right decision. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can fix it. Totally. And he, yeah. And he said, you know, and, 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 um, you know, and, and he said the, they knew that he trusted them. And he said, of course, oh, that was the biggest huge. thing to, to get that across was, yeah. you know, I trust you. You're going to make the decision that you think is right at that time. Yeah. We can discuss we can it later it if we, we can, need exactly, to, exactly. but, you know, and, and, um, you know, and, and it is hard, you know, it, yeah. it's uh, whether you have, you know, thousands of employees or 40 or even just a handful to to not be yeah. micromanaging. Um, you know, one of the things that I do is I outsource. I mean, you know, it's my yeah. business is me. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I have a VA, obviously, who who is my producer for the, the podcast. Could not do this without her. She's on vacation this weekend yeah. and just lost. Um, oh. And so, but you know, other things. Yeah. I tell people, I kind of do the 15 minute rule 
If it's going to take me more than 15 minutes and yeah. isn't a central part of what I need to be doing, yeah, then it needs to go to someone else. Someone even else. if it's something I love, like working I on love a website. I yeah. love tinkering, doing all of those things. Oh, but she be hours and days on it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, but is that the best use of my time? Yeah. No. Yeah. So I outsource yeah. it. Um, we created a new n- initiative. Uh, it's been uh, about a year ago now um, on, on, you know, that the whole cancer initiative that we've yes. been doing yeah. and I hire now I can do branding. I can do marketing. I can do yeah. websites. I hired that done partially because I knew I'd never yeah. do it. You know, it would just, yeah. uh, or We're I would not do it kind of a ourselves. little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I hired, yeah. oh my gosh, Josh Zeppas is the absolute most Amazing. wonderful brand person. He created this great brand for us. And then I outsourced the website. I mean, all of it. I outsourced yeah. it. I, I bit that bullet and I wrote those checks. And that was one of the hardest things I've ever done. It and I hired hard. a business yeah. coach like you did, you <gasps> know, was, and, and yeah, yeah, I mean, all this stuff. And so all this money goes out and I'm like, yeah. Eek. But you know, and you get it, it back so, in tenfold. You do, yeah, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. like the the website, it was so funny because I had told her, I said, okay, this is a website about dealing with cancer, so I want it to be black and white and stark with only pops of color, but not pink. Um, you know, and and you know, all of these things. She came back with something totally different. Totally, totally ignored totally. me, right? And my first thought was, well, I that's knew you not, were going to say that. <laughs> I know. I went, well, that's not what I wanted, but this is way cool. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and of course, I but wouldn't she's say this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and so I think that's the thing is she knew that, yes, mm-hmm. I had told her I want XYZ and she was going to do ABC. You know, and, and, and she knew, A, what she was doing. Yeah. And she also knew that, that she had the confidence. Yes. That she yeah. knew what she was doing. Yeah. And so she super, could, yeah. you know, because she did tell me, I know this is not what you wanted, but, but I, I think, think you're going to, yeah. 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 And, you know, and, and it really was, it was like, oh my gosh, this is so much better than what I was yeah. envisioning. And, you know, and, and so that delegating and that trust, I mean, that's what it all comes back to that yeah. trust and empowering them yeah. to do that. And, and we hired them. You know, we should, yeah. you know, we should, and if, if they're yeah, not the right we should person, be able to build them up yeah. and trust them and yeah. support them. You know, them, we yeah. put them in a different role yeah. or, you know, or we, you know, you help yeah. them on their way. Yeah. But, well, you do. It's yeah. like dating. I always say to people, jobs are a little bit like dating. Right. Sometimes they work out. out. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> and you just don't want it to end in divorce mm-hmm. at the end. You know, right. so mm-hmm. communication is key. As you say, support them to do it and help right. them to move on. If it's, mm-hmm. Or if it's a contract, maybe mm-hmm. it's a shorter period and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so now, you know, you, you talk about future proofing your business. I mean, clearly your parents are probably reaching the age where they're not going to do anything. Yeah. And at some yeah. point, you know, I shouldn't say not do anything. They're going to go off and do the things they love yeah. as opposed yeah. to working. Um, you know, you might have grandkids, you know, now yeah. your kids are teenagers. So, you know, this yes. is a ways yeah. down the road. Hopefully not, another little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're going to have things that you're yeah. going to want to be doing. So what do you see down the road 10, 20 years for your business? Yeah. Oh, it's a great question. And I do get asked this and I sometimes I kind of go, this is what I want. And other times I, I kind of mm-hmm. go, do I? I, at the moment, really feel like I would like a legacy build, business. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd like to build it so that if any of my children want or any of the children of mm-hmm. our team right. want to be part mm-hmm. of it, that there's something here for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know I know friends who have businesses and they're building it up to sell it. They know exactly what right. they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the moment, that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. I would like to to grow it globally. Mm-hmm. I would like to be able to offer this uh, mm-hmm. internationally and, and we will, you know, and I might need some support along the way mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll, we'll go down that route when we, when we need it. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like in 15, 20 years time, legacy business is how I feel mm-hmm. about it right now that, you know, potentially there's a third generation mm-hmm. there. Um, and I do know what they say about third generation mm-hmm. businesses. I do. Um, but equally, I think, you mm-hmm. know, there's ways of proving that wrong too, because mm-hmm. there's plenty of third and fourth and fifth generation right. businesses out there as well. Um, so yes, I do feel like building it up so that I have the, you know, the balance of life and mm-hmm. work when I want, mm-hmm. not having to be here all the time mm-hmm. and having people who I really trust to, to run it, to, mm-hmm. to build it, grow it. Um, and that it'll be here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I and I, it. 
feel really proud about that mm-hmm. and, and 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 wanting that, you mm-hmm. know. And and I think, you know, as you said, my parents aren't really in it as much anymore. They're mm-hmm. not. They mm-hmm. I I call them nearly every day to tell them what happened during the day. Right. They haven't been part of it in the last, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the <laughs> good while. Mm-hmm. And I tell them what's going. And my mom loves that. She said they just mm-hmm. feel like they're involved. They right. feel like they're kept up to speed, mm-hmm. and they and don't you're feel still asking them. For support. I, I mean, am. they're still your parents I after am. all. Mm-hmm. I am totally. Mm-hmm. And as my mom said, or I love the way she she phrased it. She said, you know, we may not be needed as in we, we you know, we don't have to be there, but mm-hmm. it's nice to feel wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that's so, and I was like, you can have that for as long as mm-hmm. you need because mm-hmm. they are such a wealth of information, you right. know, that I'm equally trying to make sure that I mm-hmm. have everything from their head in a video or in a paper or mm-hmm. white paper and things like that. So, um, because they have a huge wealth of knowledge mm-hmm. and life experience that mm-hmm. it'd be a shame not to capture as much right. of that as possible. So, well, so. and the concepts and things that they have about providing great customer service, mm-hmm. all of those things. <coughs> Technology doesn't change that. No. You know, yeah. in fact, if anything, you absolutely have to make sure you have more of it, you yes. know, that that you're not just seeing how many people you can be seen, you know, and, and all of those things is no, we we are always going to put that personal touch because my parents always had that yeah. personal touch. Yeah, it feels so close to my heart. So I think because I it, it's part of me, it's ingrained in me mm-hmm. that yeah, to see it succeed and to know that they're proud of how it's grown. And, you know, as my dad says, digital dentures, oh, I never thought that'd be happening, right. you know. And mm-hmm. they love, like, they, I mean, again, kind of probably thought that's not going to happen. And then they saw it happening and went, wow. Every mm-hmm. time she says she's going to do something, she does mm-hmm. it, you know. So um, it's lovely. And it 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 feels like something that needs to carry mm-hmm. on and to grow and mm-hmm. and to be offered to as many people mm-hmm. as need it and want mm-hmm. it, you know. So right. that's... Yeah. I can just imagine when you had the first pair of dentures and he's holding them. Yeah. Just, you know, it would have been, I'm I'm guessing a little like a child at Christmas, right? Yep. Yep. And my mom, my mom and dad were in one of the days, just they, they pop in for coffee all the time. As mm-hmm. I said, they just come in for the chats mm-hmm. and they came in for a cup of coffee. And I was talking about some technical issues, you know, because mm-hmm. like I say, I, I run everything uh, past them and their mm-hmm. brains are amazing. And I was saying, look, I've got this issue, you know, mm-hmm. and, and my mom said, oh, well, what do you do about this stage? And my dad said, Mary, she's, t- she's not doing that stage anymore. They're printing it on the printer. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, wow. This was about he two, paid year attention. Half, two years ago. <laughs> penny dropped. I was like, my dad mm-hmm. is now schooling my mom on mm-hmm. 3D printed dentures. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is amazing. You know, so, I mean, it's, it is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. and They do love it. And, you know, my dad's been in scanning and testing some of the technology. And he's done most of the... I suppose the roadblock testing that we had because we kept coming across roadblocks right. and using my dad's knowledge, the mm-hmm. 50 years of experience that he's on more than 50 right. years mm-hmm. of knowledge he has and pairing it, mm-hmm. you know, so pairing the traditional analog way mm-hmm. of doing and bringing it into the mm-hmm. future. We're not, we're not completely replacing right. everything. Mm-hmm. We've just found a way to do it digitally. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and, and that's the bit that I love. Yeah. Right. I love it. And it is so cute. I have your website open and I have their pictures. I've I've scrolled down so that I have their pictures, you know, and, and they just look like they're so sweet. Um, oh, you know, and, cute. And, yeah. Yeah. And you know, obviously your your whole team looks looks fabulous. Yeah. We're almost done. Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. And and I mean it's been I can't believe we're nearly done. I've really know, enjoyed this step. We you know, could talk and this is something yeah. that you know a lot of people would think, wait a minute, you talked about dental for an hour. <laughs> talked about business concepts. We did. I mean, that we really did. is what yeah. it is. And, you know, and, and that's very much, I think, like, like every business. I mean, we need to be thinking about maybe we don't see our business 20 years down the road, yeah. because maybe it is just us or, or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, but absolutely. how do we get through this week or yeah. Know, yeah, things like that? And I think obviously, COVID really did make people totally rethink a lot of things. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just so much fun to be thinking about that. And to, to think, you know, at some point, you know, I might, you know, be driving and see a billboard here in Atlanta that says yeah. Dental Tech Group. And I'm going to be like, ah, I know <laughs> her friend Evan. That's me. You know. um, but, you know, and, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I always give people a chance to promote their business. Well, you know, you are just in Ireland right now. But, yeah. you know, tell us a little bit more about, you know, your business. And then how would people connect with you? 
Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. So you can find us on www.dentaltech.ie. So the .ie is for Ireland. Mm -hmm. More than happy for you to check us out. And if you want to connect with me personally, I would absolutely love that. You'll find me on LinkedIn. So Bevan Mahon, B-E-V-I-N-M-A-H-O-N. And my name, Bevan, is quite unique. So if you spell it right the first time, you'll find me. Um, Be more than happy to connect on LinkedIn. And I, you know, equally, I love that give back entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. side, as I said, because I've got so much support over the years mm-hmm. from different people on their journeys. And um, so I do love to connect on LinkedIn for for people who want to find me there. I'm also on Facebook and TikTok. I've just recently dipped my toe in the world of TikTok and I absolutely love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm too much like squirrel. I know I'd never come back out, right? You have to time it, Deb. You have to time <laughs> oh, it because you will. You get sucked into the vortex and two hours yeah. later you're wondering yeah, what like, I did. Uh, you've um, been watching yeah. cute cat videos the whole time, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally. But yeah, so our website, dentaltech.ie, and then you can find me on LinkedIn. So more than happy Perfect. to connect with people. I love it. I love it. Well, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Oh, well, I, do you know what? For starters, I have really, really enjoyed this. So thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I think one of the things that I, I, I think is really important to me is, and we don't always do it, is surround yourself with people who want to see you succeed. And I think that's a really important thing. It's that they want to see you succeed a bit because sometimes we have people in our lives who maybe don't even necessarily mean any any harm or any difficulty, but they challenge us in ways going, really, you're going to do that? Really? Is that going to work? And it makes us second guess ourselves. You know, so I would just say anybody who's thinking about something, uh, maybe trying something, growing their own business or, you know, uh, wants to grow it even bigger or expand find people who will want to see you succeed find people who've done it themselves who will equally say to you oh somebody told me i couldn't do it and look at me now you know and there's lots of people like that out there so surround yourself with positive people who want to see you succeed That's oh my, my gosh advice. yeah this has been so much fun what a delight i can't wait to chat again um yeah, because you know it's yeah. not going to be too long before you're yeah. telling us about the next big thing that you were doing. oh yeah i hope so so yeah. yeah so that'll be so much fun but i'm deb career i've been having a delightful conversation with bevan mahone and until next time everyone have a great day Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.